Hello, friends, and welcome to Men Do Disney, episode 121, Keep Loose Change. My name is Pete, and joining me tonight is Matt. What's up, everybody? And Tom. Hey, how you doing, guys? We're three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation, as well as to bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of Mickey ears, lower your safety harness, remain seated until the ride has come to a complete stop, and men, let's do Disney. Did I like? Did I blow through that like really, really quickly? It felt like it went really quick. It seemed appropriate to me, but maybe you're just really excited for the episode. Did you forget a sentence? I think it was also like a. I think it was a shorter intro, like a shorter um, episode. I didn't. I didn't screw anything up this time too, so you guys didn't have anything to make fun of me for. And the gang's all here. I mean, is this three? Three? Is this a streak? Can we call this a streak? I, I, guys, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know what to say. Well, I'm really excited for the episode tonight. I am too. Before before we get to that, like, so last last week we talked about the quarantine and you know what's kind of going on for you know the entire country. But so, guys, I have a question. Like, what are some things that you've done during quarantine that you normally don't do? Like, what have you done lately? That's maybe around the house, a project. Start start drinking at like three o'clock. I mean, like like that kind of stuff. Or yeah, I mean, because I, I, mean, I feel like there's can be involved. There's literally nothing to do but like housework, yard work, and drink. Like, what else is there at this point? I mean, you like to read. Have you read any books? I I did start rereading uh, the Dark Tower, and I don't I don't know if you've seen or if if you've ever heard of uh, there's a there's a book series called The Wheel of Time. They've oh turned, my gosh, are you reading that again or for the first time? I start I started it over again. They're uh, they're making an Amazon series of it on Amazon Prime. It's, so. Isn't that like 13, 13 very long books? It is 13 very – I think it's 13 very long books, yes. It, it, it actually puts uh, Song of Ice and Fire to shame. I have friends that have told me that. I haven't – I actually – I started reading it like three or four years ago. And um, if correct me if I'm wrong, but the person that was the original author has passed away. And so there's another – either like a – you know, a bunch of writers, or at least one person, that kind of picked it up. Yeah the uh, the the original guy that wrote it, he actually was from Charleston, and uh, he he died, I think, before the another guy came in and wrote either the last two books or the last three books. So either way, yeah, Tom, what you been doing? Tom didn't get a chance to talk. Yeah, so you guys have have been reading, and that's great. We've had a few home projects, and I have really sunk my teeth into. An NCAA 2014 online dynasty with some of my buddies. I thought you were going to say sunk your teeth into growing a beard. No, uh, well, I haven't shaved, <laughs> and they're la- it looks terrible. I'm going to shave. Um, and then the other thing I, I've done a lot of, you know, um, my wife and I go on like daily walks. So we've been doing that I'm a lot home. too. Like like every every day we go just for a walk around the neighborhood. It's kind of nice. Same here. I made a garden today. Actually, I got 42 cinder blocks from Lowe's and made like an above ground garden. Got tomatoes and hard to quarantine at Lowe's. And, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not really following. Well, I will say this. You know, I don't go inside Lowe's Lowe's because they have a line, so I just order online and go pick it up, and they bring out the cinder blocks. That's really all I needed. I'm trying my hand at gardening. You know, trying to anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's hope it works out so you don't starve. Well, in about a hundred days, I'll let you know if anything actually, you know, worked the way it was supposed to. Did, did you plant cucumbers? I do. I have cucumbers, zucchini squash, cherry tomatoes, big tomatoes. I mean, 
Like I kind of went all out. Strawberries, peppers, jalapenos, habanero peppers. Yeah. Um, nothing's going to grow. Don't worry. <laughs> don't be, you won't be impressed. You never know. You never know. My wife's growing, my wife's growing lettuce. We have tons of lettuce, so. So that's where the stimulus checks are going, boys. <laughs> yeah, seeds and cinder blocks, apparently. Anyway, let's 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 get back to Disney. So, like you said, yeah, last week we were kind of doom and gloom. When's Disney going to reopen? We we have had a couple of uh, listeners write in and and give their opinions. A lot of you guys aren't as optimistic as we are. Uh, we we certainly hope that uh, that we're able to to make our June trip. I don't know. After reading some of these comments that have that have been coming in, Tom, I don't, I don't feel very good about it. So I, I've kind of manned the Twitter, responded to most of these, and one, I do appreciate the folks reaching out and telling us thanks for for doing the podcast. You know, I, I know we we try to take an hour away or forty minutes or so to focus on something other than the coronavirus. So I'm glad you guys did like the episode because it, it was heavily uh, regarding the impacts of COVID nineteen on Disney World, but. Yeah, I mean, Pete, I've responded to most people to explain my stance, just as me personally. I, I can't speak for the other two guys right now, but I think Disney reopens by June 1st. And some of the supporting facts behind that is Disney's now allowing people to book trips on June 1st. Now, what does that look like? I don't know, but I, I mean, we've seen folks believe, I mean, September, October timeframe, you know, it might be safer to reschedule your trip to December. So we've seen a 2021. Yeah, 2021 even. So we've seen a wide range of, of responses there. So we appreciate you guys reaching out and sharing your opinion because that's what makes this uh, this fun. And and b- before Pete explains the episode, I think we're going to have quite a few opinions come back on this one too because this is kind of a – I don't know how to – I mean, this this is an out-of-the-box episode. I give Pete a lot of credit. He came up with the idea. But I think we're going to have some disagreements – amongst our listeners maybe and even ourselves on how we navigate this episode. Yeah, absolutely. So this uh this came from a from an online forum. So I can't take full credit for it. But basically the idea behind this episode is we're going to we're going to name three rides. And and we we went through and and really we're sticking to Magic Kingdom at this point because there's so much there. We're going to name three rides. We have to keep one ride, we have to change one ride, and we have to lose one ride. So I think sounds like it sounds like something else I've heard about. Yeah, there there are some other uh, some other similar sounds like uh, another game, sim- similar games. But but again, this is going to be Disney related. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully we're not all saying the same thing. I think a couple of these we're going to be we're going to have very similar thoughts on. So before we get into that, let's pause for just a second to uh, hear from our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. So your family is coming to Orlando, and the thought of lugging your stroller onto the plane isn't your idea of fun. But you're smart enough to know that conquering the theme parks of Orlando without a stroller for your kids could be a vacation killer. As parents ourselves, we get it. You're not asking for much. You just want the convenience of a clean, affordable stroller or crib delivered to your hotel or vacation home, ready to use. Welcome to Kingdom Strollers a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. To book your stroller or crib, just click on the item you'd like to reserve and select the dates for your rental. We run a tight ship, so we will never overbook. Next, tell us where you're staying and choose the times for delivery and pickup. Then, choose from helpful free accessories like cooler bags and rain covers. It couldn't be easier. If you have any questions or concerns, you can check our FAQ page or just give us a call. We are always ready to answer your questions. 
Once you've placed your reservation, there's nothing left to do except count down the days until you're in sunny Florida. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and book your stroller or crib from Kingdom Strollers today. All right, guys, well, let's let's get into this. Um, and, and again, we're going to stick with Magic Kingdom here. So here's the rules. I'm going to name a category. I'm going to name three rides in that category. And some of these are kind of silly groupings, but we went through and, and grouped these as best we could. So I'm going to name a category, name three rides in that category. You have to make the decision to keep one as it is, to change one, so fundamentally change the ride. You can't just like, oh, I'd take a character out of this scene. Fundamentally change the ride, and then you have to completely get rid of one altogether. Fair? Let's start with a tough one. So this is Dark Rides. And here's the three Here's the three Dark Rides. Peter Pan, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Haunted Mansion. So I'll lead, I'll lead this off for the group. This is a tough one, Pete, because there's different reasons you could argue to keep each attraction this, the, in, in its current state. So I'm going to start by saying I'm going to keep Haunted Mansion the way it is. I, I personally am not creative, creative enough to think of any way to change it. Because I think that attraction fits perfectly for the theme, and it and it does what it's supposed to do, and it's still a fan favorite. I mean, if you if you look at the queue as an indication for some of these attractions, typically the wait times. This one has one we've they've invested in the queue, but two, it often has a forty plus minute wait. But not as high of, of a wait as Peter Pan. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. And then if I'm gonna talk about the one that I'm gonna change, I'm actually gonna change Pirates. Because I'd like the pirates from Shanghai, and it, if if we had the the original pirates, because we don't have the original pirates, we've changed the scene there now. If we had the original pirates, maybe I wouldn't change it. But for now, I'm going to change it. I, I'm going to just bring over Pirates Caribbean from Shanghai, and I'm going to get rid of Peter Pan, which I know is going to upset some people. But Peter Pan, while the queue is incredible, does not justify a 70 minute wait. It's a very, very short attraction. It's an extremely dated attraction. And if you're gonna keep if you're gonna keep Peter Pan, I actually think this is the one you have to make massive changes to. So there are my thoughts. I'm I'm the exact same page as you. I'm I'm keeping Haunted Mansion as it is, bring it over the Shanghai Pirates and getting rid of Peter Pan. All right. So when I initially did this ranking, I had the exact same order of you guys and I had the exact same thoughts. But what Tom just said actually kind of I'm not going to say it triggered me, but it you know sparked a thought. All of these rides are, you know, aside from Pirates, extremely dated. I mean, Peter Pan's been the same ride since I can remember. Haunted Mansion's been essentially the same ride since I can remember with minor changes. Same with Pirates, there's been minor changes. So I guess my thought process here is Disney's invested the least in Peter Pan since I've been alive. Um, they have had a Haunted Mansion where they have, you know, had had a movie starting starring Eddie Murphy, and they've had, you know, obviously the Pirates franchise. So I kind of took it from perspective of, you know, what is Disney invested in, or they what do they like the most, and that's kind of how I got to my, you know, keep on a mansion, change Pirates, and lose Peter Pan. But is there any way you can see making Peter Pan more exciting, or take it out of Fantasyland, or is it something that's just gonna be in Fantasyland until it's gone, the way it is? I mean, if I'm if we're if we're gonna do like a ridiculous renovation, I think you could make Peter Pan a pretty intense dark ride. But but you're but there's not a whole lot of space there. Remember, so, so I have to keep this current space. So you've and you've got to work with 
this, yeah, you've got to work with the space you've got. I mean, what do you do in that space? There's not a whole lot you yeah, can do. Yeah, see, that's, that's tough. I mean, one of the fun things is like, you know, what if they had made Peter Pan kind of a ride? I don't know if any of you have ever been to Six Flags over Georgia, but they had the Superman ride where you're actually flying. That would be fun. That'd be a cool roller coaster, you know, kind of in the in the mindset of, you know, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So, like I, like, like Pete said, we can't change the existing area that the attraction's in. We can only change what's inside the attraction. So I think we pretty much covered it. I think we had a pretty good list. Tom, did you have something else you want to say? No. I mean, the only other thing I was thinking about, while they have invested in the other two attractions, both in the theaters and in the parks, Peter Pan has had a ton of different movies that Disney's created basically revolving around the same story of Peter Pan. Uh, you know, they, they follow different characters. But 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 you're right. The only investment that Disney has made, you know, other than keeping it fresh, keeping it painted, the only investment that Disney has made to this ride is into the queue. And they've obviously spent a ton of money in the queue. So, I mean, maybe that says something about the ride. You know, it, it consistently has, I mean, a lot longer line than Pirates does or a lot longer line than, than Haunted Mansion does. So, so really quick, before we move off this topic, I mean, you guys know Pirates in Shanghai much more intimately than, I, intimately than I do. Could we actually recreate Pirates in the Magic Kingdom and Pirates Shanghai? I mean, is yeah. it the same general yeah. space? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think from a sp- space perspective, yes. I mean, it's not the exact same layout, but I think there's enough space. And you got to think that there's a there's a whole big show building for Pirates back there, whereas Peter Pan's kind of crammed in where it is. So that kind of goes into like the next one that Pete has on his list here. And we're not wasting time, folks. We're getting right to it. Let's talk about the mountains. So in the mountains, you have Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, and Big Thunder Mountain. Which one would you like to keep? Which one would you like to lose? And which one would you like to change? I can go first if you want me to. Yeah, go ahead. So when I, when I was quickly thinking about this, I think you got to keep Splash because I think it's iconic. I think the way it is, it's just perfect. Now, one thing I would say you can change is Space Mountain because when you start thinking about the space constraints, that's I didn't mean that <laughs> to come out the way it did, but the space constraints in Space Mountain, I think you could do something rock and roller coaster-ish where you have a lot more flexibility and a lot more technology in the ride. And then I would lose Big, Big Thunder Mountain just because it's... It's a great ride, but it's completely dated. I don't know how it fits into Disney. It's not the iconic ride the other two are. Yeah, I'm on the same page here. I really want to throw Space Mountain in as the loser, but I'm not going to do that because the only reason I'd be doing that is to tick Tom off. So same page with me. I'm going to keep Splash Mountain as it is. I'm going to change Space Mountain. And and I don't know that I'm going to change it that much. Uh, I'm going to update maybe some of the projections. Maybe I'm going to add some some stuff trackside, some scenery, something like that. I think the, the ride itself, there's not really a whole lot you can do other than, you know, if you were to fundamentally go in and change it from having two different sides to having maybe one one track that's a lot longer layout. But then you're really fundamentally changing the ride. But But it would make for a lot longer ride, right? So I'm changing space and then, yeah, getting rid of Big Thunder. Now, I, I don't – I'm not saying that Big Thunder is a bad ride, but just in this context, in the context of versus space and splash, I think Big Thunder is definitely the weak link. So this one's really tricky because I probably have the affinity for Space Mountain that you, both of you have for Splash, I would guess. 
So I'm right there with you on Big Thunder. I think Big Thunder is the one that, that we'd remove from the park in this example. And I really don't want to mess with Splash. I mean, I really, I, mean, I have my general complaints about it, but it's not a total overhaul. It's more, you know, there's too many logs. On run, the less, run less boats, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that doesn't count as a change for us, I don't think. But space, I mean, if I'm changing space, I'm, I'm, I'm going to completely overhaul it. Like I'm going to create a whole new experience with a, a think like Incredible Hulk launching launching at at um, Universal because you're getting launched into space. So I I'm trying to do I, I would go somewhere that route, but I but I want it to be known. I I would actually give my change uh, my my change permission away here and just keep space and splash the same and get rid of Big Thunder. But if I had to change one, I, it would have to be space. I just don't know. I like Pete's idea of maybe adding some. Some scenery. I actually think a, a pretty. It doesn't sound big unless you've ridden the attraction under these circumstances. But going pitch black on Space Mountain is a totally different experience. That's. It, it seems like a small change, and it is because Disney turns it all on and turns it off. You know, pun intended. But I would go somewhere that route, or I would do the complete overhaul. Yeah, I mean, you demo that you demo both tracks. You rebuild one track. I think you've got a completely different ride, and and you can incorporate some kind of launch into space. You know, think. Think rock and roller coaster where you're launched zero to sixty, but make it make it vertical. Yeah, and I think the other thing here to consider is, you know, Space Mountain definitely has that queue capacity. Like we've seen it since the early nineteen nineties. So you really do have the entire area, you know, of the track to manipulate. Um, this is one thing I've, I, I thought about just off the cuff, and you guys can tell me what you think about it. Obviously, Space Mountain has two tracks right now. Wouldn't it be cool to have some kind of, you know, multiple spacecrafts in space going after the same thing, setting that up in that long queue where you're racing to get to the end of, you know, some space race? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of spitballing here. But go ahead, Tom. I think you have something to say. Well, the other thing you could do, too, I think of mission space. You have, you know, two different... Uh, theater rooms that are dedicated to two very different experiences. Do you do something with one track that's maybe a little more intense and leave the other track as is? Do you do something where, hey, there's a mission, there's mission here on track A, mission X on track B, and make that two different total experiences? That could be something you could change as well there. I, I like it. I like it. Put Put two different rides in one. The only thing that I have to, my only concern there is, you know, if you're going to change Space Mountain, are you changing the actual miles per hour of the attraction? Because right now, I mean, it goes a little bit slower than, you know, Rock and Roller Coaster, where if you were to do Rock and Roller Coaster speeds in Space Mountain with two different tracks, I mean, there's a limited amount of space. So you're going twice as fast for already an attraction that's kind of on the shorter side. So that's another thing I thought about. I think if you left both tracks in place, you probably wouldn't change the speed any. But if you did demolish the entire thing and do a brand, just one track in that space, you would probably increase the speed because you'd have a longer track. Yeah, I mean, it's just physics. I mean, that's the only thing. So it, I think it's fun. I think I would, to, to close that one, like, yeah, I mean, I don't think you can change Splash, but space, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. All right, well, next, next category, we'll go through this probably pretty quickly. These are what I would consider shows, and we could have probably put a couple more things in here, but... The three that uh, the three that we've got on here are the Hall of Presidents, the Country Bear Jamboree, and the Tiki 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 Room. So for me, I'm I'm going to keep Hall of Presidents as it is. I'm going to get rid of Country Bear Jamboree. 
And I'm going to change the tiki, 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 tiki room back to the under new management because as much crap as that gets, I really liked it. Yeah. So Pete, what'd you do with country bears? You got rid of it? I axed it. I actually, I didn't know what you were going to do here. I thought you were going to get rid of the tiki room. I, so I, same thing. I'm going to get rid of country bears. I'm probably going to leave presidents alone, but believe me, I consider getting rid of presidents and I will take the same change Pete's going to take and go under new management as well. So when I, when I think about it, just like off the cuff, like I have a, a fundamental question here for you, Pete, especially because I know Tom doesn't care about presidents that much, but essentially presidents has to be changed every four to eight years anyway. So are we saying that we're keeping it the current way that they change it and just saying like every time there's a president that comes, we're going to update it? Yeah, yeah, I think that's, yeah the, that's, that's definitely, that's part of the ride, right? That's, uh, yeah. that's part of the attraction. And so I think the same thing. I think you have to keep presidents because I just think it's such an iconic, but it's also a historical attraction that's, you know, tells America's story and the, pres- and the story of our presidents. And, and um, I would the change the fair too, right? Yeah. I mean, 100%. You got to keep what Walt had, but. Um, but lastly, yeah, I mean, I would, I would change Tiki. I, I really did enjoy under new management and I would like to see them even go a little more crazy than just under new management. They could go a lot of ways with the enchanted Tiki room. And then obviously guys, if you're a longtime listener, I mean, you know, I don't like country bear jamboree. It's the one thing that I could skip every single time I go to Walt Disney world. If I went every day the rest of my life, I would never walk back in there. I think it's boring and not fun. I feel like a lot of people really didn't like the Tiki Room under new management. We're probably going to get some crap for that, but you know what? I'm I'm okay with it. So our next one, we stretched a little bit. What? I don't know. We didn't stretch it. I, I guess, Pete, we bounced around with what we were going to put in water. The category is going to be water. So water rides. We didn't put Splash Mountain in here because that's obviously a mountain. And I think we had the Liberty Bell in here at one point. You know, how, how could we rope in Tom Sawyer Island? And we figured out a different way to do all that. So the three attractions in this category for water are the Jungle Cruise, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid, and it's a small world. So two attractions in Fantasyland, one attraction in Adventureland. I think it's my turn to lead it off on what I would do here. And believe it or not, it's kind of hard. So I'm sure because because I think there's like a stock answer here, I'm going to go out of the box. I'm actually going to get rid of It's a Small World. (laughs) I'm going to leave Jungle Cruise the way it is. And I'm going to invest, and we've talked about this, I'm going to invest some serious cash into Voyage of the Little Mermaid because one, it has a massive, massive area that it could utilize. And two, it's one of the most beloved soundtracks, beloved soundtracks that Disney's had in a, in a movie. And I would, and in part with this taking place at Magic Kingdom, I would remove the show from Hollywood Studios because this would be the premier Little Mermaid attraction. I don't know what all I do with it, but I'd pump some serious cash into making this a real dark ride in the water. And and keep in mind, this is a stretch for us in the water because it it is on a track. It's not in the water, but But you, you technically go underwater. You go under the, you don't technically, you theoretically go under the sea. There you go. So that's my take on it. And I think I went a little out of the box. I could see, I could see, I could see one more direction here. I couldn't see two more directions. Matt. Yeah. Um, So for me, I think kind of the same vein we talked earlier, I kind of want to keep It's a Small World just because it's not a ride that I go on, you know, multiple times every Disney trip, but I do go once just because, I mean, everyone knows the song, everyone knows the story. 
I think Jungle Cruise has a really good opportunity to be changed because they're, they're like I said earlier, they're investing in it. And we've seen Disney change, you know, intellectual property to, you know, kind of fit, you know, what they're currently trying to portray that movie as or that franchise has. So I, w- I would say that Jungle Cruise has a really good opportunity to be changed and updated and kind of revamped. Um, and I think the small world just a little bit more classic to me than Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. And lastly, um, I would lose the Voyage of the Little Mermaid just because I think that kind of like what I said earlier with Peter Pan, like Disney really hasn't thrown huge capital investment at the Little Mermaid since what, 1992 really. So yeah, it's in Fantasmic and like Peter Pan, 1955 or 56 or something. So I just think that, you know, it's just, what are we throwing good, good money after? And I'd like to see Disney really invest in the Little Mermaid before we start making a a dark ride attraction that while you, me and Pete and everyone our age would love, you know, it's a lot of kids might not love a dark, dark ride. That's a little mermaid. I think love's a little strong and, and, and you kind of took a different direction. I, I think that I'm, I'm keeping jungle cruise. Uh, I am changing small world. Now, how am I changing small world? I'm making it a lot less annoying. Uh, maybe I'm changing the tune up a little bit. A little bit more than they than they change it in the ride itself, right? Because there are some different themes that come into there. Maybe I'm writing a whole new song for It's a Small World. I don't know. Who knows? We're talking about a fundamental change. Maybe I'm writing a new song. Maybe there's like three different songs in the ride. I mean, the, the puppets, you know, you, you look at the, the Mary Blair kind of artwork and the puppets, that's all kind of iconic to It's a Small World. I know the song is kind of, it's iconic, but it's also very annoying. And just come out and say it. It's very annoying. So yeah, maybe I'm changing the song on It's a Small World. Maybe I'm adding a drop to It's a Small World. Why not? Just a little one, just a little one. And then I'm I'm getting rid of Voyage of Little Mermaid. I, I think that's a waste. I think you demolish that. I think there's so much you can do with that space. I like like I mean Pete and I both agree on Voyage of Little Mermaid. That's fine. Now I like Thomas's ideas, don't get me wrong. And I think my biggest thing with you know, It's a Small World is how do you change it without just like leaving it? Because I just don't know how you change it to be something that it's not. And that's why I just said leave it because I'm not imaginative enough to come up with a way to recreate It's a Small World because there's no there's no intellectual property behind it. I mean, Jungle Cruise, now there is intellectual property. Obviously, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, there's the Little Mermaid. Maybe, so, maybe you add some narration to It's a Small World. So I would say this is, and I probably should have explained this in my answer. Here's where I struggled. I didn't want to choose what to change on Jungle Cruise or, or It's a Small World. I didn't want to change either of them. And so then I was like, okay, well, if neither of them deserve to be changed, which one do I like more? I like Jungle Cruise more for me personally. But like Matt mentioned, I don't really go to Disney without doing It's a Small World, you know, depending on the crew, I guess. But I don't want to touch I mean, Pete, changing the song is blasphemy. Yeah, but there's a reason that they don't play the song in the queue. So so the cast members don't have to hear it all day long. I mean, come on. It's it's not a it's not a fun song after fifteen minutes of listening to it. It's really not. And it's one of those reasons that I don't ride It's a Small World more than once in an evening or once in a trip to Walt Disney World. But I think like we've talked about, like there's a lot of attractions here that have a lot of, you know, future you know, capabilities and future optimism because they are doing some more IPs. And like I said it too many, I've said the word IP too many times now, so I'll stop saying it, but it's just, it's interesting to me where the investment's going with Disney. I think it tells a story of what might be changed. I think that small world, you can, because if you look at small world 
in the form that it's in now, there's no storytelling, right? You go in, you go through a, you're on a boat ride, you're looking at puppets from around the world, right? There's no, there's no storytelling. There's nothing like that. And my idea to change it is maybe you add a little bit of a story. It's a big ride. I mean, it's a long ride. There's a ton of space in there. And I think there's the opportunity to tell a story and what that story is, who knows? I mean, and what I mean by tell a story is you, you think about Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth tells the story of what? Communication, right? So can you can you leverage Small World to do something similar, to tell, a, to sell, tell some kind of story? I think you can. And I love that idea, Pete. I really do. I, I do like that idea a lot. I, I mean, I, I, look, I'm not going to argue. The puppets are iconic. The music is iconic. You can't change it too much. But telling a story with it, you do fundamentally change the ride. So one last thing, I, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but would that fit better in Epcot or would It's a Small World fit better in Epcot where you can tell tell the story of, you know, different nations and different, you know, everything? Yeah, I mean, is, is It's a Small World a a better place at the, at the gateway to World Showcase? Is it, you know, is it a, is it an introduction to World Showcase? You know, you think about the seas with Nemo and Friends. You ride the seas with Nemo and friends to get to whatever it's called now. It used to be Sea Base Alpha. You know, do you have a similar experience with It's a Small World and Spa- and uh, and the World Showcase? Now that's an idea I love. Like I didn't I didn't go as far as you did with that, but I'm saying like that is a really good idea. So something something to think about for sure. But let's move on onward and upward. Uh, the next category I'm going to call Little Tom's favorite rides. Um. And I, I think these were all Tom's favorite rides when he was about six or seven years old. Uh, and these are, you know, your typical, I, I guess, you spinning rides, maybe? They go around in a circle? So, Elevator rides? <clears throat> I, I don't know. So we've got Magic Carpets of Aladdin, we've got Dumbo, and we've got the Astro Orbiters. And, and I think this is going to be a real challenge. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Because which one do you, which one do you hate? Which, how do you change this? I can go first here, and I think my, my answer is pretty easy here. So I'm keeping Dumbo just because – and here's one of the things. Like, I don't know if Dumbo is still predominantly, you know, advertised in Walt Disney World. I feel like it is. Like, when I see commercials, it is. But it, it, it's been that way since I was five years old. It's so like Dumbo is something that they, you know, always advertise. Um, what I would change is Astro Orbiter. I don't know how I want to change it, but it does provide – something different than Dumbo because you're obviously up hundred feet in the air, give or take. And it's not Aladdin's magic carpets where I don't understand the point there. Like, and you just walk in and Oh, 200 feet away from Dumbo, give or take, we have another Dumbo. That's someone's a camel spitting at me. Cool. So definitely keeping Dumbo for me, no surprise there and getting rid of magic carpets. Because I think they could, and I would not replace that area with an attraction. I would just open that all the way up. I think that would make for much better flow of traffic to Jungle Cruise, back to Pirates of the Caribbean, and to the Dole Whips that are right there. And what I'm doing with Astro Orbiter is I'm actually, a minor change, I'm going to make it two actual seats. Um, so it's not just kind of sitting on top of each other. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to upgrade the inside of the ride vehicle to make it much more comfortable uh, I'm probably going to spruce up the attraction a little bit, but I'm going to sink a lot of money into the queue. And I don't know, like we're, we're probably going to have to build a structure because I, I want to make this like an experience that you're actually 
going somewhere. You do go pretty high up in the air, but you just take a normal elevator. So I'm definitely going to change that and maybe try to cover the queue and do something to, to spruce that area up. All right. Same thing for me. I'm, I'm keeping Dumbo. I'm getting rid of magic carpets. Here's my idea for Astro Orbiters. And I don't know if this really counts because I'm kind of getting rid of it, but I'm kind of changing it too. So I'm changing Astro Orbiters to become part of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. So instead of taking an elevator up to the top of Astro Orbiters, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority is going to actually ride up the top to the top of Rocket Tower Plaza. So it'll go up in a spiral, it'll go up to the top, and then it'll come back down. Does that does that count? Can I do that? I think I think it's all about what like the actual foundation can allow for when you're talking about, you know, how you're gonna change something way up in the sky. Um but I mean, I, I think go higher. Like, I mean, go as high as you possibly can, right? I mean, I, I would love to be on the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, and then all of a sudden you start spiraling up, and all of a sudden you're up top of Rocket Tower Plaza, sitting at the top of, of Tomorrowland. Like, I think it, I think that'd be a cool experience. It becomes an interesting cue in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, it becomes like a, you know, the Transit Authority is now something you have to do to get somewhere. Which I think would also you know, lessen. No, no, no. I, it, it would not be the astro orbiters would be gone. So you'd take out the astro orbiters. Instead of the astro orbiters, you would essentially just spiral up that tower in the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. That I feel like that's cheating. Is that you cheating? See, I, like, you you, you got to merge the two ideas, like what I was doing. You got to merge them. Like take Tomorrowland Transit Authority up, and then also come back down. Like okay, maybe you can do that. Maybe you can do that. I still want to get rid of that and put Tomorrowland, like have Tomorrowland Transit Authority go up to the top of Rocket Tower Plaza. I actually like Matt's idea. So the queue for Astro Orbiter now becomes the, the tr- Tomorrowland, the Tomorrowland Transit, Transit Authority. Authority. Yeah, and I you like can either that. you can either get off there or you can continue on your journey, or or you put it at the end. You have to go all the way around Tomorrowland Transit Authority. You can either get off at the Astro Orbiters or you can get off at the exit. It spreads the queue out. I like that. I like that. So our our next category. There's got to be a better name for it, but it was just Pete and I at the time. Matt was getting ready for the podcast, so he didn't have any insight into what we were going to call this category, so we called it Crappy Rides. Well, because they really don't have anything in common either, so you couldn't you couldn't and do like, that. So, and They're just terrible. Like, I would actually, yeah, I wasn't here for it, but like, we're literally talking about one ride and two experiences. They're all attractions. Maybe we should, okay, we'll change Crappy category. attractions. Crappy attractions. Crappy attractions. And I'm going to list them off. I'm sure you guys at least have already guessed too, if we're, if you're, wherever you're listening to our podcast today, if you've been a listener of any length, you've, you've heard us talk about at least two of these. So the three attractions, Tomorrowland Speedway, Tom Sawyer Island, Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. And remember guys, you have to keep one, you have to improve one, and then you can only get rid of one of these. You can't get rid of all three. So I think I think first off, I think we might have the most dialogue possible on this particular conversation because I'm looking at it and the first thing I will say, and this is not necessarily my opinion after seeing what you guys put here, but before I came on this podcast, my wife said, if there's one thing you have to change in the Magic Kingdom, it's Swiss Family Robinson because she loves it, but she wants to make it a, a ride or an attraction. So I'm giving her a shout out here. I totally get that. I think that's awesome. So well, I'm throwing but, that but, out there. But how? Like a like an Omnimover attraction or 
So I don't know how to do it. I'm just saying my wife wanted me to say that. So I'm saying that. Now I'm going to say my real three. <laughs> All right. So what I would do here is I would I would get rid of the Swiss Family Robinson after my wife told me to keep it. So I'm in the doghouse. Um, I would change Tomorrowland Speedway because I just think there's a much better use for that area. Oh, no. Dang, I don't know. Actually, I don't know because I want to get rid of Tom. I want to change Tom Sawyer Island as well. I just want to change Tom Sawyer Island and make it actually usable park space. So I, I'm tapping out on this one, guys. I don't know what I'm going to do. I need to listen to you guys and get some better opinion on it. Tom, are we going to be in agreement that we're getting rid of Tomorrowland Speedway? Can we just get that out of the way? I'm going to let you go first, Pete. I'm not going to I'm not going to show my hand. Okay. Well, I'm getting rid of Tomorrowland Speedway. First off, I'm going to keep Tom Sawyer Island, but the only reason I'm going to keep Tom Sawyer Island is because of Aunt Polly's. Because I like, I like the concept of Aunt Polly's. I wish it were open more. I'm going to change the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. I'm going to make it an Omnimover attraction. I'm going to put some animatronics of the Swiss Family. You know what? No, I'm not. I'm going to change it to not be a Swiss Family Robinson themed anymore. I'm going to change it to... I, what else do we have that's it, I mean, it could be Tarzan. It, I mean, it could be Tarzan. It really could. Uh, no, I'm going to change. I'm going to change it to a Moana theme. How about that? Because it's on an island, so I'm going to put Maui in there. I'm going to put Moana in there. There's going to be some kind of story. It's going to be an Omni Mover attraction instead of the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. And see, I love that. I, I really do love that because I do think that Moana is an IP that's you know very popular. <laughs> so. I mean, I like that a lot more than, you know, my option. So, this is tough. I'm, well, it's not tough, actually. It's not tough. I'm going to absolutely burn Swiss Family Robinson to the ground. So, that one's gone. Burning that to the ground. I'm changing Tomorrowland Speedway to make it electric cars because I'm sick of the smell. And I'm changing it to a Cars theme. Uh, and it, while I change that to a Cars theme, I'm also blowing up Lightning McQueen in Hollywood Studios because that's only good for the bathrooms. And I guess I'm leaving Tom Sawyer Island alone, but I really, that's just a, you're fortunate, Tom Sawyer Island. Just count your blessings. And I think that's where I'm coming from. Like, I feel like Tom Sawyer Island has a lot of opportunity for. Like, I mean, it's not that big, guys. It's not that big. I mean, I, I feel like I'm going back to my my childhood years for thinking this was like a new island that was the size of the Magic Kingdom. It's not that big. But I don't know, man. Like, I mean, obviously, Tomorrowland's, like, they're all awful. Like, all three of these are awful, awful choices. And, like, keeping even one of these, I don't know how you keep any one of these, like, in their current situation. Because I just feel like, Tom Sawyer Island has too much opportunity there that's just being wasted. People people love Tomorrowland Speedway, though, for some reason. I mean, you go by there, there's always a line. I think it's... I don't know what it is. Like, I, I'm going to leave it alone because you guys got me. If I have to like make a quick decision, I'm going to... I'm going to keep Tom Sawyer Island. I'm going to change Tomorrowland Speedway and get rid of Swiss Family Robinson. So I made a decision. So we can go to the next one. All right. So, so the last three, we we just kind of threw in here, right? There, there wasn't any rhyme or reason to this other than they were in Tomorrowland and we wanted to talk about them. So we've got Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, Tomorrowland Transit Authority, and Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. I want to go, I want to go first on this one. So I'm canning Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin. Totally getting rid of it. I think it's outdated. 
Midway Mania has taken its place. I'm keeping Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor as it is because it changes so much anyway. Tomorrowland Transit Authority, I'm changing because I'm getting rid of Astro Orbiters and I'm making Tomorrowland Transit Authority spin all the way up to the top of Rocket Tower Plaza. How about that? I feel like you're combining some topics here, but I'll allow it because we're, you know, a couple minutes into the episode. <laughs> um, so, like, for me, like, I, I'm probably going to keep Tomorrowland Transit Authority just because, you know me, guys, like, I love the iconic stuff. Um, I'm going to change Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. And the only way I want to change this is to keep... And we've already talked about this. Like, it doesn't fit in Tomorrowland. Like, it literally does not fit. It would fit a lot better in Fantasyland. So, like, something that Pete and I have talked about a lot. Um, I love Philhar Magic. If this replaced Philhar Magic, I wouldn't be upset because I think you could actually have some recurring intellectual property in this spot because Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, unless they start investing in Monsters, Inc. a little bit more, like, it's going to go the way of Buzz, which I'm about to, you know, leave. So, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about that. But, I mean, I, I just don't know about the shelf life for Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, and it kind of reminded me of the shelf life of Buzz. Buzz has been there 20 years, and we've already seen improvements upon Buzz and other parks. So, leaving leaving the People Mover, Tomorrowland Transit Authority, People Mover alone, I think that's – the only thing I'd fix there is is the <laughs> – The cars crashing into each other? Well, I mean, they're, they're, it's a little dated. Just give it a, a – just spruce it up a little bit. So I'm leaving that alone. I'm I'm unfortunately getting rid of Buzz, which I hate to do because I mean I, you shouldn't have a game where I can get the max score every time. So that's one flaw with it. And the only change I'm I love Monster Inc. Laugh Floor. I think as you get older, this is one of the things you begin to like more at Disney World, or at least that's the way it's been for me. What I'm changing here, those seats are unbelievably uncomfortable. So I'm I'm changing I'm changing the theater. I'm making that a little bit nicer. Uh, more monsters themed maybe. And I'm going to add in different scenes. So there's already a couple different ones. One where the power goes out, one where it doesn't. But I'm adding in more little storylines that they can play off of because ultimately it is a different show every time because the audience is different and the interactions and questions and answers are all different. But I am going to add in additional bits that the comedians can riff off of to kind of start their set. So kind of feeding off that and where I was going with Philhar Magic earlier, like I, I realized I kind of broke the cardinal rule of this and saying we're going to move it from its current place. So we can't do that. So we got to keep it in Tomorrowland. And I mean, Tom, going off different bits, going off different segments, I mean, can we have a different Disney character doing a bit? And you're kind of, you're kind of going away from Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, but at the same time, they're very funny Disney characters. And I mean, you could have... Any, any number of them, really. I mean, you could really make it something where it's a longer attraction. So does that impact, you know, how long the, the queue is, how long, you know, people are waiting in line. Does it become a fast pass thing? But I think back to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and how popular that was. And it was a longer experience. So would you want to make Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor longer in a different, you know, Disney environment? So you just make it the Laugh Floor. The, or, yeah. the, the, or or I'd or I'd probably do it more like this. I'd make it the Pixar laugh floor, and I would pull. All, I mean, imagine a, a Mister Incredible, or imagine a Buzz and Woody from Toy Story. You can really bring any Pixar character into that. E- even, I mean, Finding Nemo is Pixar, right? I mean, think of Dory. 
interact and I mean, you get a little bit into turtle talk with crush, but yeah, I, I would go probably if I were to make that kind of a change, a Pixar laugh floor. And it just goes into what fits in Tomorrowland, which is where I struggle, which we've talked about this, you know, a ton of times on the podcast. Like it's an, it's an amazing attraction that has so much potential, but in Tomorrowland, how does it, how can we manipulate this to be something that fits? All right. Well, let's, let's go through. I, I threw these on here as we were talking. Let's go through these real quick. So three other parks, I've got three rides for each one. So let's start at Epcot. Mission Space, Figment, and Test Track. What are you doing? I sh- shot out of a cannon here. I am I'm keeping Figment, changing Test Track, and getting rid of Mission Space. I can add color, but I'm going to let you guys go through, and then we can add color at the end if we need to. I am changing Figment to its the original Figment. I am getting rid of Mission Space... And I'm keeping test track as is. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to keep figment as is. I'm going to get rid of mission space, and I'm going to change test track back to the original test track. I I watched a video of the original test track, and it's miles above where we are now. Miles above. It's just a better all around ride. So what I'd say quickly here is with Mission Space, I just think it's dated. It was really awesome when it happened, but it's made people sick. I mean, it's, it hasn't been a fantastic ride that's, you know, stood the test of time. With Figment, I kind of agree with Tom says, you know, I want a mixture of current Figment, old Figment, but I, I just, more than anything, I don't want Figment to go away. And with Test Track, I still think Test Track is dated, but it's still a more exhilarating ride than Mission Space is. So I'd like to see Test Track change to, you know, keep up with current cars and current technology. Anything else to say on that, Tom? No, let's go to Hollywood Studios because this one's going to be fun. All right, Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Studios. This this is and this is tough. I actually texted Pete during the episode and said for Hollywood Studios he should have put in Slinky Dog, Rise of Resistance, and Tower of Terror. That makes. But I don't it, think I don't I don't think you can get rid of I don't think you can do anything with Rise of Resistance. Actually, you know point. what, like. I haven't done all of those. You guys have really quick. Y'all go. Y'all do it really quick, and then we can do well, the what Pete, what Pete has. Pete here. hasn't done. He hasn't done Rise of Resistance. Rise so let's either. just leave it as is. Okay. I don't want to go. I, I'm. I'm going to read it. Someone else can go first. So, so the three attractions are Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, Slinky Dog for Hollywood Studios. So I'll go first here. I have not done Slinky yet, so I'm going to make a keep or get rid of decision here between Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster because that's really the fairest thing I can do here. I'm going to keep Tower of Terror just because Tower of Terror and, you know, the the Twilight Zone has been around since the 50s and it's still an amazing attraction. It still brings me back and it still captures people's attention that, you know, weren't born when that show was created. Rock and Roller Coaster, I think with Aerosmith is a little bit dated. I love the roller coaster, don't get me wrong, but I would leave it and I think that you have more space and more opportunity to do something with where Rock and Roller Coaster is right now. So change it to another roller coaster. I don't even care if it has to be Rock and Roller Coaster. Just keep it a coaster and change the theme. So I'm going to get rid of Rock and Roller Coaster, leave Slinky as is, and change Tower I'm gonna I'm gonna replicate what Disneyland did with Tower of Terror, which I know is probably crushing people. And I and I'm going to go Guardians of the Galaxy theme with it. God, this is this is tough. Um, I but let me let me say I don't want to do any of that, guys. I'd rather just leave them all as is. 
but this is the game we're playing. So so I'm leaving Slinky. And, and this is really interesting because we talked a lot of crap about Slinky before we wrote it, I think, right? I mean, we talked a lot of crap about it. We, um, we essentially called it a mousetrap. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, it was, we called it an off-the-shelf, just trash heap, right? But it's it's actually a really good ride. So keeping Slinky as is, I'm going to get rid of Rock and Roller Coaster, and I'm going to change Tower of Terror. I don't know that I'm going to change Tower of Terror to Gardens of the Galaxy, uh, but, but I think that there are a lot of different directions you can go with Tower of Terror. I think there's a lot of Disney properties that you could pull into Tower of Terror that maybe make it a little bit more relevant. Um, I mean, you could make it a Star Wars theme if you if you really wanted to. But so yeah, I, I think keep Slinky, get rid of Rock and Roller Coaster, and and uh, and change Tower. So I think the biggest issue I have with changing Tower of Terror right now just kind of goes down Hollywood Boulevard. And what can you really? How can you change that to Star Wars when the entire area surrounding it is 1950s Hollywood? So if you're going to change that to Star Wars, then you go ahead and pull the plug, and half of Hollywood Studios just became more than half of it just became Star Wars. Because Star Tours would now lump into that, Jedi Training would fall into that, and you just you would just paint it all Star Wars. I mean, it why would be not Star Wars with pick with Toy Story with Toy Story Land in it. Yeah, I mean, why not uh, at this point? I agree. Like, I'm just saying, like at, at some point you have to decide. Okay, now Fantasmic, we're gonna walk behind Star Wars to get to Fantasmic, which is all Disney IP. Make 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 Fantasmic Star Wars too. Hell, I don't care. <laughs> but I think that's where we're going. Like, and I think the the biggest problem, and I'm gonna let Tom talk in a second here, is Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster are kind of connected. But really, Rock and Roller Coaster doesn't fit down Hollywood Boulevard the same way because it's not 1950s Hollywood. It's just Hollywood. It's going to a rock show. So it, it's an interesting dynamic. I think Disney's gonna have to address. So do we have any more? On, because before we go to the next one. I have a question specifically for Pete that I texted him and he didn't put it in here. And Matt, the only reason I don't have it for you is because you haven't you haven't done this attraction yet. So Pete, I'm making you answer this for Animal Kingdom. You ready? Yep, do it. Flight of Passage, Kilimanjaro, Safari, or Satuli Canteen. <laughs> I'm throwing a restaurant in there. I mean, you have to keep Flight of Passage. I, what I are really, you changing about Stooley? I Okay. I really do think you have to keep Flight of Passage, right? And you're getting rid of Kilimanjaro Safari? That's I what think, makes Animal Kingdom Animal Kingdom. I think you change Kilimanjaro Safari to back to what it was, and you put the story back in there with, with Little Red and Big Red. And as much as it kills me to say it, you, you get rid of Satilli Canteen. Okay. Here, here's the – I'm not going to answer it because I live in a fantasy world where all of that is still okay. I go to Disney World, actually. So the, the Animal Kingdom – that question that we do have is almost just as difficult for me, at least. <laughs> it really is on the uh, <laughs> like a, which one is worse on the kill side or the lose side. We're not saying kill. The three at Animal Kingdom are Navi River Journey, which is the 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 side show, even to the restaurant and the gift shop in in a Pandora. <laughs> uh, so it's Navi River Journey, Rivers of Light, which is a an attraction. We'll call it. It's a spectacle, <laughs> all right. And Cali River Rapids. Which is probably the worst water ride in Orlando. <laughs> so uh, I will let Pete go first. All right. If if I've got to get, okay, Rivers of Light, I feel like can be saved. So I'm gonna no, but okay, Matt, Matt, you go ahead. Let me think about this for a minute. All right. So like, I'm trying to save you right now, Pete, but I don't have a 
clearly defining thing to say about any of this, like something that's illuminating, something that's positive. So I'm just going to buy time for you to think right now. So keep thinking. Um, Cali River Rapids is something that I could just do without. I mean, Rivers of Light is something I've seen on YouTube and eh, it's not that great. And then Navi River, Navi River Journey is kind of the same thing. So I've seen them all on YouTube. They're all kind of blah. I mean, can you just re- recreate all that area into something else? Okay, I think I think I got this now. I think I got this. I've thought about it. So I'm going to keep Navi River Journey, just because it is a it's an impressive technological achievement. the The shaman at the end, the animatronic, is absolutely amazing, and you know, is the only thing that makes that ride worth it. I, I wish there was some kind of drop. I wish there was something in there, but. But but it is an impressive technological achievement, even though the ride is just absolutely awful. I'm going to get rid of Cali River Rapids because Cali River Rapids really is terrible. If I wanted to get wet, like I could honestly go stand in my hotel room in the shower and turn the water on cold. And it would have the same exact outcome as Cali River Rapids. And it would probably be more fun to stand in the shower, honestly. Because I wouldn't have to wait in line for 60 minutes to do it. Rivers of Light, I'm going to change. I think Rivers of Light can be saved. I think Animal Kingdom needs... I mean, they have that great big theater there. I think they need some kind of nighttime show. In its current form, it's terrible. But I think that it can be saved. So there's my answer. So, Tom, I'd really like to hear your take on Pete's answer. Because you kind of threw this one at him. And I, I kind of want to hear it. Well, I'm going to I'm going to give my answer which makes maybe will kill two birds with one stone. I'm going to walk through because I could legitimately argue a point that you should kill or lose any of these three attractions. I'm going to talk through the negatives of leaving them as is. Navi River Journey is not a good attraction with the exception of the animatronic, which is probably the best thing that any of these three have going for them. That's one. Rivers of Light is a waste of time and a waste of space. So leaving that alone, we still have that massive area that's wasted. And then Cali River Rapids has no story to it. And if there's anything that Disney thrives on, it's having a story behind their attractions. You could say the same thing for Rivers of Light. So here we go. Having said all that, I'm probably getting rid of Cali River Rapids because I don't really think you need it in Animal Kingdom. Because a lot of the other attractions, I don't really want to be soaking wet on. I don't know why it feels different in Magic Kingdom from Splash Mountain, but it does. Well, you don't Maybe. get you don't get absolutely drenched to the bone on Splash Mountain either, like you do on Calgary Rapids Pete, sometimes. Pete, you sit on the right side of Splash Mountain next time we go, and let was, that annoying waterfall hit you and the logs build up. I, I agree with that, but it's but it's still not anywhere near the drenching that you take on Calgary River Rapids, right? Right, but what's more annoying? Getting drenched on Cali River Rapids, which is not an enjoyable ride, not something you've enjoyed for the last 12 minutes, or getting a little bit of like a tinkle on you from Splash Mountain. And like, I get it. I get it. Like, it's annoying and like everyone leans to the left as quickly as they possibly can. But like Cali River Rapids, like honestly, guys, like this is the last thing I'm going to say on this topic. It is the worst ride I think I've ever been on in my entire life. I don't understand it. Two points here. Yes, I agree with you that the experience of Splash Mountain makes it worth whatever, you know, however much you get. Even though it may be a little annoying, the experience of the ride makes it worth it. Um, so, yeah. And B, I, I never ride on the right side, Bo. I trick whoever I'm with to get on that right side. It don't matter. All right. So, we're going to get rid of Cali. 
I'm probably going to leave Navi alone. And here's kind of my reasoning behind it. You don't need it to be, I mean, yeah, I wish it was bigger and badder and had a drop or had maybe, maybe more animatronics throughout it. Maybe it was longer. There's a lot of things I would change about it. But for that land and being that I've been there a lot, one, you have to keep in mind, it's not a huge space. So you, you really don't have the space to have two premier attractions back there. And, and not only that, look at how long the queue is for it because it's new, right? So, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a crowd eater. And, and I, listen, I go back there and if I can do flight of passage at opening and, and I do, I would do this. If I could jump on Navi right then at a five minute wait, I might do it, but I, it doesn't bother me that it's not good, but rivers of light frustrates me because it is a huge theater and if it could soak up crowds because it was a good show, it would make all the other attractions have a, a, a shorter wait. And if you're not a show person, it'd give you a more, a, a more, it, it would improve your overall experience at nighttime at Animal Kingdom. And I do think it needs a nighttime show. What I would do with Rivers of Light is I would turn it into a story and I would push all of the Disney feels back on the people. I would pull from every single movie they have and do fountain projections like they already do. So that's, while I don't, I don't love my answer. That's kind of the way. I mean, I'd like to change. I'd like to change rivers. I'd like to change Navi, and I'd still just like to get rid of Cali. But here's where we are. So, all right. Well, uh, challenging. That was fun. I, yeah, it was kind of fun. To our listeners, I hope you guys kind of put your your notes together and pick a few of the favorite ones. I mean, our categories were were what we made up. So if you have a different way of looking at it, please let us know and give us your thoughts and opinions on some of our answers. I know we had a lot of fun doing this episode. All right. This uh, is awesome. Any uh, Anything else to say on that? I mean, I would love for our listeners to actually throw some scenarios at us. You know, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on email, and really just like things we haven't talked about today or like, you know, just obviously give us thoughts on the episode. But if you have a really good scenario, I mean, assign what you think that, you know, I would say, what Tom would say, and what Pete would say, and see if you're right. That'd be really funny. Trivia and secret? What do you got? So secret of the night. Uh, this is actually a Disneyland secret. It's more of a Walt Disney secret, but it is about Disneyland. So here we go. In the apartment that Walt Disney had at Disneyland, he had a fire pole in it. And Walt would sometimes use the fire pole to leave the apartment. One day, an adventurous guest climbed up the fire pole while Walt was in his apartment talking with some different, I don't know, friends, people, guests of the park. Uh, and so due to that incident, they had to block off the fire pole that would have led up to Walt's apartment in Disneyland. So that was a pretty daring fan back uh, back in back in the day there. All right, so quick question. Could any of the three of us have climbed up that pole to go see Walt? What age? I'm going to say 13. From probably ages 12 to 22, yes. Okay, now next, who would have tried it? Like, who just sees a pole and climbs it? Like, I would. I mean, why not? Age. I mean, there are no rules. So, right now, I mean, it feels like there's no rules. So, yeah, maybe. I might have tried it. Who would try it tomorrow? If it means we're in Disney World, I think we're all trying it. Let's be Disneyland. So, keep that in mind. I've never well, been Disneyland, to Disneyland. Yeah. I, I wouldn't try it. No, I can't risk. I can't risk being banned. But anyway, going to the trivia question from last week. If you remember, we asked, what is the most popular item? that Disney finds in Lost and Found. A lot of you got this right. It's a lot of items. Hats is not actually the answer. I know most people guess hats. It is sunglasses. 
Every day, over 210 pairs of sunglasses are turned into Disney World's lost and found. So if you do lose your sunglasses, don't be alarmed. They may show up in lost and found, but you will be one of many looking for sunglasses from that day. Going to the trivia question of this week, how many Academy Awards did Walt Disney win? So short and sweet, and I guess I want to make sure that I'm talking about Walt Disney himself. So anything that happened prior to or following his following his death. So po, po, post post Pete, how, how do you say that? Post what? Mortem. Post mortem. So combined in life and death, Tom. So total. Oh wait. Hold on, hold on. I don't. Think I mean, it's total, I just want to guys. clarify the question because I immediately. That's went what to I like, said. I said. Po- I said post. Uh, uh, prior to him dying. Uh, you prior said prior to him, to him dying. dying. Okay, okay. So, yeah. that's so I'll reread the question. How many Academy Awards did Walt Disney win prior to his death? All right. Anything else you to say? You can tweet us. Yeah, you can tweet us at Mendu WW Podcast or email us at Mendu WW at gmail.com with your guesses. All right. Anything else to say? That's all we have for this week. Please tune in next week for some more Disney magic. Look for us on the Twitter at Mendu WW Podcast. If you have any suggestions, questions, or comments, please tweet us or email us at Mendu WW at gmail.com. Also, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Mendu WDW. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help us out. Thank you so much for listening and giving us the most valuable thing you have, your time. We'll see you next week.